Bro. All right, let's get started. I want to see my family oh, no. today. No. We're going to make you sit here and suffer. Just as John, John, John. I'm going to play, uh, play on your emotional woes. I'm going to go see my grandma. Ah, you bastard. <laughs> you son of a bitch. She actually came into the country uh, two days ago. So Nice. Yeah. All right. We'll do this quick and dirty. Mm, the way I like it. Welcome to Anime Club After Dark's Movie Reviews, a spoiler-free discussion detailing the good, the bad, and the downright ridiculous of anime movies. I'm your host today, John, because Alex is dead? Question mark? Who knows where Alex is? And joined tonight, joined tonight by, joined, this is a weird sentence, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start. I'm joined tonight by the poser extraordinaire, Nitai. I got nothing, bro. You like I wasn't expecting that. You you like yeah. I lost my train of thought. I I have ADHD. I, I I just I have to read the script and I'm like the script makes no sense to me. I have acronyms Anyways. and such. Uh, what? <laughs> acronyms. ADHD. Oh, because I, the freaking alphabet people thing. Okay, got it. I got it. Anyway, and I'm also joined by the VR wannabe Chinoda. I'm excited to review this, and I'm also excited to argue with Natai. Wait, VR wannabe? Oh, yeah. So, if you want to be my lover. Oh, God, not this again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no one knows it, but for the last 30 minutes, we've been talking about JoJo's. <laughs> T- tell me, Chona, tell me what I want. Do I want to really tell you what you want? <laughs> Stop. I hate you guys. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> We're not talking about JoJo's. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Mamoru Hosoda's Bell. Woo! A.K.A. Mamoru Hosoda's Bell. 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 Just Sorry, keep going. Stop. (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, this is a 2021 film. Um, I'm pretty sure... I I don't know if it... Let's see. Oh man, look at look at all this freaking footwork that Alex put in for us. Yeah. Here in the notes. Thanks, uh, all right, Alex. So Bell. Written and directed by Mamoru Hosoda himself. Uh if you guys don't know who Mamoru Hosoda is, kill yourself. Summer Wars. <laughs> no. Girl who left her time. Sean, Wolf Jesus. Children. <laughs> I know. Wolf Children. That's actually a really good one too. But uh he's I wouldn't say he's like the second most famous um director from Japan considering like everyone knows um miyazaki and shinkai yeah miyazaki and shinkai are like the two powerhouses right there but i think or i I would argue that um satoshi kone is like a really good one too but that one's more for like art house film people right (laughs) like yeah no one really talks about satoshi kone in a casual sense so which is a shame uh, mamoru soda makes like just movies um pretty powerful movies in my opinion but uh, the movie Bell was produced by Studio Chizu. 
I have no idea who that is. I don't know if that's his. Studio, I think it's the studio that uses. makes a lot of like he works with for most of his movies. I might be wrong, but I think so. And uh, the film was first screened on July 15th in 2021 at the 2021 Cannes Film Festival. It was released theatrically in Japan on July 16th, and G-Kids has licensed the film in North America, which released it in January 14th of 2022, so earlier this year for us in the U.S. <laughs> I guess, I don't know who else licensed it, but um, G-Kids did. Yar licensed it. Anyway. Yar. Thank God for g You couldn't really find it a budget uh for this film i tried looking around um i found different quotes of like maybe like 25 million or something usd but in the box office uh bell has made 64 million 600 900 609 how the frick do i say numbers 696 529 <laughs> money so 64 million dollars <laughs> approximately more than 64 million yeah 64 which is four and a half million pretty good. which is a that's a yeah, damn this good is, return. So this is arguably um I was about to say Satoshi Kon. No, no he's dead. Uh Mamoru Hosoda's uh most successful film thus far. Like I believe his other film before this was I want to say it was Summer Wars or it could have been Boy and the Beast. I forget which one. Wait, was like the first. one he made previously or the most successful one? Before this one. The most successful one before this oh. one. I think it's Summer War. I'm pretty sure it's Boy and the Beast, actually. I, I don't actually know. Don't quote me on this. but uh, I'm looking it up. Yeah. This is like triple of what his his other most successful film ever was. So I, I think you know, that's a pretty good sign of a good film, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, anime movies like like are doing well in the box office. That's great, at least. Right. I think that, especially given the time that it released in, like, uh, 2021, so this is, like, towards the butt end of, of the whole pandemic, so it's, like, theaters are more opening up and stuff like that, and restrictions are less uh, heavy, like they were in 2019, 2020, so maybe that has, like, something to do with it, because I know for a fact that I never thought I'd miss going to the mall and being, like, surrounded by people and traffic and stuff, and I kind of did. <laughs> Which is weird because I hate people. Like, I hate being around people. But unfortunately, uh, we're still quick. social creatures. At the end of the day, uh, yeah, it's just weird. Just but, wanted um, to quickly note: yes, uh, Soda's previously most successful successful movie was uh, Boy and Beast. It was Boy and Beast. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago too. Yeah, that was quite a while ago. Twenty uh, seventeen? Question mark. I feel like it's even older than that. No, it can't I be that old. Really rem- I think I it's quite it's like older. His- it's 2015. Yeah. You were close. Oh, wow. 2015. Yeah, Jeez. seven years. It's been seven years. Although he has made an arm movie uh, after Boy and a Beast. It was uh, Mirai, I think. I think it was, oh, uh, I think it was after 2015. That Me neither. For the record, we'll get into it. This is my first Mamoru Soda movie I got to watch. Uh, I was very looking forward to it. Because Mamoru Hosoda, it's like, oh, I've heard about him before, right? It's a name you will always you will hear. Children, yeah, you leap through time, like it's a name that keeps popping uh, up. Yeah, major like film names do crop up when you hear Mamoru Hosoda. Like, uh, I I just when I suggested to watch Bell because it was my decision to watch Bell, I didn't know it was Mamoru Hosoda who did it. Like, if you listen to our last um, movie review, I was just like, oh yeah, I didn't even know. I just said. 
this is a film people were talking about. Maybe we should watch it. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, total runtime was 124 minutes. Boy, does it feel, feel like longer. 120. <laughs> yeah. Sure felt um, longer. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But uh, first, let's talk about the, the art, animation, and cinematography. Um, I forgot that I filled all of this out. Holy crap, man, what is wrong with me? So, like, the visual of this movie, like, so, like, as, like, we'll get into it, there's, like, a lot of, uh, there are both 2D and 3D animations, like, for different, like, environments, I suppose, and we'll get to that in detail. But, like, I will say, for all my grubs that I've got to, point, about to talk about, like, the film looks great. It does look really good, for the most part, um... I wish there was more to it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, so, uh, for the 3D CGI sections, um, they usually are, it's actually only exclusively whenever uh, the main character is in the Netverse, known as you, as an AS, which are, like, the avatars. I don't understand what, I'm assuming you is for a universe, and AS is, like, avatar slave or something, I don't know, armored... I think when I hear ASs, I think Armored Slave because I think of um, <laughs> Panic. But okay, I mm, I don't think 3D CG is bad, honestly speaking. Uh, especially in this film, I liked the designs for the 3D aspects. It's like it, it looked really cool. Like the main character Bell looks really good. Um, I like the fact that it has different types of avatars in the 3D universe in the Netiverse because. I mean that's that's super realistic, right? Like no one makes the same type of avatar. They try to make it unique, and they'll like make it like, oh, I want to make mine look like a fairy. I want to make mine look like a badass dragon. I want to make mine look like a freaking plain Jane like decoy doll. I don't know. People do random shit. So, mm. actually, never mind. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> uh juxtaposed to that is the uh, beautifully hand-drawn 2d animation for real life scenes i love the 2d part of the movies because like it's so it hurts me so much when you get such well it's like so when it does the 2d animation it's uh it looks good like it's good background art it's like it's not a shinkai level of like we're gonna overload you with a bunch of shit in the scene it's definitely in the Osoto style. Like it look, it's it feels like the characters as well, like very similar to his other movies. Yeah, like you know, it has that Hosoda uh, art style to his. Yeah, movies, and right? it it looks good, and the world looks lived in. But then, like when it goes to the Netiverse of you, and it just has the three D, like the backgrounds and stuff fall off, and they're like, it looks so dull compared to the two D version. Of like what happens, it's and it sucks it, because like I I know why they do that. Like obviously they needed to right. save money. Um, you can't just put a two D background in a three D setting because then it'll make it look even weirder. Like I get that, but like I just wish that the three D Netiverse U looked more lived in. Like it it was so plain to me. Like if they made the scenes look so good with like here are all the effects for like all the people surrounding uh the main character and watching her as she sings and like here's this opening sequence with like like freaking the fucking giant whale, the whale that she yeah, rides right the whale fucking um stage and it's like oh this is so cool and then you look around at the backgrounds it's like oh it's just blurry nothingness I'm like oh it's i want it's it's interesting because that's like one of my biggest takeaways from the movie is like you have all of these like visual fluff and it felt like it's kind of overcompensating because like for the life of me for i just couldn't be immersed in like the you sort of 
uh, this like social virtual world or whatever it felt like for all of it all of the effects and like the big whales and all of that concerts and like all these very supposedly intricate like uh, uh, um, like set pieces to try and pull off there it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it will actually exist like I just couldn't immerse myself in that world even though it sure feels like they're trying to it just feels very flat you know and really I feel like even though I felt with... like it was a virtual world and it they... just felt a lot of like a lot of visual noise that just that was overcompensating for a very dull and just flat world I, I, I couldn't fall I agree. Myself I anymore. honestly agree. But I feel like this is a problem that's unique to 3D because people, when you when you do 3D, again, you can't do just like put a 2D fucking background when you have 3D in front because it's going to make it even more apparent, the differences, right? It's it's a very stark um, juxtaposition. I mean, I don't know. But if, if like, let me pull a, a reference out of nowhere real quick. If you guys remember Psychopaths, that show... I like an episode or two where they like delved into how the intern worked in that world. And it, for some reason, when, while watching Bell, it reminded me of that, although that felt more practical and relevant and more like it felt more believable. That was a real part of that world as opposed to this you like metaverse being like a part of the movie's universe, right? Yeah, but when just, you think about the cinematography yeah. of it, like how they stage the shots and stuff when they're in you. Um, right. We're not supposed to be looking at the background. We're supposed to be looking at here's the main character on stage, follow the person on stage. This is why this is stuff is moving. Like, I get it. We're not supposed to care about the background. I care about the background anyway, because I'm weird like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but then it's like, oh, you just put a 3D model in a fucking, like, like a, a skybox. Uh, like, like, yeah. A skybox. Yeah, thank you. It's like, uh, okay. Stuff feels like it, it's funny because you have different locations in the U like uh metaverse but it doesn't feel like you don't get a sense of place in it like okay you have this sort of like the castle they go to but you don't get a, a feel for like where it's at relative to the other places yes i know it's like a secret passage or whatever but it just feels like it's there places are just existing and it's like uh... yeah like they don't really feel again lived in that really took me out of the movie but um I, Belle has a beautiful design. <laughs> like she's very pretty, <laughs> true to her name. It's like, oh, she has freckles. Whoa, not just Belle nice. though. Freckles. Like, the whole in thing J- has in Japan? Well, I'm just saying, like, uh, Belle, the Netiverse AS Belle has a beautiful design. Oh and, yeah, and great outfits, which is contrasted to our MC Suzu, who's just like a plain Jane, most average looking like person in the world apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right enough about the uh it's the art and animation because there's really not much to say about it other than like here's the 3d here's the 2d uh I'll- i will say like very quickly some of the compositing later in the movie felt kind of off maybe i'm the only one who noticed that there's one scene where they have like they make a point of like having this like long shot like that doesn't cut away from like these people in this train station i don't know why like because this is it happens in the real world so it's 2d animated but like the whole sequence of like these three characters just moving around in this like still shot of the station for some reason the the rest of the movie doesn't have that issue but the characters just the compositing of like the two d characters in the background just looks so off i would recommend you guys go back and watch it because it just seems weird the moment i actually know what you're talking Uh, about and i actually agree on you know what i'm talking about 
It's really odd. It took me out of the movie for a moment because I was like, the fuck's going on? Is is my streaming fucking up or is this the movie? Like, it looks weird. <laughs> yeah, there were... Um, yeah, it was I, strange. I can't remember that shot, so I, I have to rewatch it to, like, try to explain why the cinematography's like that, but... Don't uh, rewatch it. <laughs> I rewatched it <laughs> in... Alright, so did you guys watch this in English or Japanese? Japanese. I watched it in dub because I didn't know in HBO Max how to change language. Okay, so but, you watch the English. And I know you'll agree with okay. me, John, but the dub is actually really, really, really good. I was pleasantly surprised by it. So, the dub is really good. All right, here's the thing. I watched it in English because, like you, again, with HBO Max, I was like, I didn't know how to change it to Japanese. But I also have a copy of it in Japanese, and I just wanted to compare, like... Because I, I like to compare when I do remember to do it. Like, how did the English dub do versus the Japanese dub? Because, I mean, lately I've been less of a um, Japanese-only supremacist. And, and I've started to listen to more English dubs. Part of the reason is because I wanted to watch this movie while not kind of paying attention. So it's better to do that in English. Instead of, like, using my very little Japanese and moon runes that I understand to try to watch it and, like, glance away and like while I'm doing something else. So, um... I think that the the Japanese dub, to me, it fell really flat. Like, I didn't really enjoy the dub, the Japanese dub, I should say, as much as I enjoyed the English dub, because holy shit, did the English dub fucking rock. Like, uh, the person who did... It's really good. So, uh, the English dub by Kylie McNeil, she does a fantastic job, like, playing this character, Suzu. Yeah. And... Yeah. She has a great singing voice. Holy crap. Like, and that's something that yeah. I, I give props to. I don't know who the dubbing, who decided to do the dubbing for um, Bell was. Like, who, whatever director was like, hey, I'm going to do the audio directing for this. But they did a fantastic job making sure that the voices between the Japanese and the English were very similar. Like, not just in similar in tone, but similar in mm. sound and, and voice and stuff. And, like, listening to Bell in Japanese like at least for the singing parts in Japanese and in English, they sounded extremely similar. And I, I really like that. Like I, I like that they focused on trying to make sure that the sound stayed the same because this movie is loosely based on Beauty and the Beast, which is a Disney musical. Uh, I I don't really understand. I, like I, we'll talk about I, that I, in uh, a little bit because this is more about the 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 narrative like aspects yeah. of it, but we'll get to it. I, I like I get it, I guess kind of. I don't know, it's supposed to be a musical, but, like, there's only four original songs, I want to say, that are in the movie. But I will say, I will say, the actual soundtrack of the movie, awesome, awesome, really awesome work. Like, both the both the you know, songs, uh, songs and the background soundtrack as well, all great. And, again, as you said, like, the dubbing, like, shout out to the dub team, they just absolutely nailed it. I really, I was really surprised by the dub. It's really, really good. And the music is awesome i mean so as uh we have it noted here in the dog it's like there are a lot of people here working on this soundtrack uh shout outs to my boy taisei wasaki who worked on kekai sensen am i right uh but yeah the soundtrack itself is like really really good i really enjoyed how some of the tracks sort of build on the songs that they sing throughout the movie like how they use that for like as light motifs for some of the characters mainly uh suzu um it's good. It's my favorite part of the movie, for sure. Yeah, like, uh, the score is a collaborative effort between Taisei Iwasaki, Ludwig Vor- Forsell, Yuta Bra- Bando, and Miho Sakai. Sakai? Miho? Miho. 
freaking <laughs> just watch Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Mijo. Yes. David. Mijo. Dude, I fucking anyway, we're not talking about uh Cyberpunk Edge Runners <laughs> yet. Because I mean, you guys haven't talk about Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I want to, but you guys haven't finished it, so um <laughs> It's it's a better time than Bell with the Yeah, so my problem Stop. like the the music was great. I loved like the very opening sequence we hear um I believe the song title is You. Yeah. And it's like la 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 and I'm like, Oh hell yeah, dude, I'm into this. Like from the start of <laughs> John the movie, loves his la 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 Dude, it was so good. John, and, let me like, ask this. I, would you actually add it to your playlist? I <sighs> do have the Bell OST downloaded oh, in shit. Japanese and in English. I have both of them. I need to listen to Japanese so, versions of the tracks. What th- what they did was they actually translated the song into English. So, uh, the in Suzu in English, uh, Kylie McNeil, she actually sings in English and has English lyrics. And in Japanese, they just keep it Japanese. But they did translate the songs. So, I was like, I, I appreciate that as well. Because sometimes people don't do that. They'll just keep the original Japanese audio for the singing parts and be like, it'll just take you out of the movie. You know, like, oh, I'm watching right. this in English, but they're singing in Japanese. And it's kind of like, eh, it's kind of weird. But... Again, I I have no complaints in the sound department. Like they did such an excellent job with the scoring. I just wish that there was more than like four original songs. Maybe there's more than that, but I could only remember four original songs, which is like "You," "A Thousand Miles Away." Um, I a Thousand Miles Away" was pretty good. I like. I don't remember the other two songs. Uh, some. Well, that I, I wish I had it pulled up, but there's like only four original songs that I can remember. And then the rest is just reprisals of the same songs, which is kind of like, okay, yeah. It, it got a little bit repetitive uh, towards the end because it's like literally this is the same song she's been singing for the last hour. <laughs> just like different versions of it. And I'm just like. Especially with the lyrics to the song is la, 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 la. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I wish there was more OST. Like I wish there was more original songs because you did such a good job already with it. Like you could have gave us more. Like this is. This is what what the selling point of the movie was, right? <laughs> that you're selling Beauty and the Beast musical? Wasn't that the point? Yezo's song was also uh, really stood out to me. I thought it was really good. And um, I think that's the name of it. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of the... How about the sound design? The sound effects, they're okay. Like, they weren't... I mean... It's all right. I don't know. It's like it's not it's, bad it's by any measure, but it wasn't no. like anything that stood out either. Yeah. It's not standout like freaking watching No Game No Life Zero where it's like I have cool ass custom sounds, but uh, it's not arcane where every ble- every bolt and nuts just like bleep and bloop like it's like whoa I'm not in here for the sound <laughs> yeah, design right? right? Was I on the arcane spoiler cast with you guys? I don't I don't remember. Shoot, I don't, I don't think it's been so long. I don't think I was. We should. We should rewatch it before season <laughs> oh. two comes out. Anyway, we need to stop talking about better shows than this movie. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shots fired. All right, let's get into the meat of things. Let's talk about the narrative quality. Um, narrative? Excuse me? <laughs> is there a narrative? I'm so sorry this is your first foray into Mamoru Hisoda because holy shit, was this story all over the fucking place. Listen, listen. I, I don't want to come off as too much of a jerk, but I was like very excited to watch this movie because, again, it's the first Mamoru Hisoda movie I, I, I got the chance to watch. And I'm like, all right, let's give it a shot. It's all over the place. It's a fucking understatement, <laughs> dude. So, like, so like the, the the whole premise of this like movie is that you have this character Susan who's like a singer, but she's kind of like not doesn't isn't confident in her skills, and she's like super shy and very closed off, and she's like not 
she doesn't have the confidence to sing as herself. And then she's like, oh, there's this sort of quote-unquote metaverse uh, uh, fucking VR chat place called you, right? As we said. And there she finds success as this avatar called Belle. Now, with that plotline, I'm on board with it. For some fucking reason, like halfway through the movie, they introduce this character who's like the beast. It's like, ooh, Beauty and the Beast, am I right? It's like, no, it's fucking not, dude. It's not. So, (laughs) as we have it, I'm so triggered by this movie now that I talk about it. So, it is. I can tell. Inspired by Beauty and the Beast, but only in character design. And that's so fucking weird to me. So, like, this movie sort of pretends to be Beauty and the Beast until it's not. So it's like, well, what the fuck movie? What do you want to do? It's like, ah. Yeah, like, so the whole uh, Beauty and the Beast thing, like, it, it definitely does not follow the plot. Like, if you're going to steal anything from Beauty and the Beast, you should probably steal something better than just the character designs. Because, like, they even have a castle and they remake the, um, the fucking... Um, Dance, dance sequence? sequence shot for and shot. That's, oh, oh, let me, let me. Oh, oh, uh, I hate this. <laughs> so they have this fucking dance sequence. I'm not going to get into any more spells, but there's a dance sequence. Very much, it harkens back to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, like the whole but castle. And two, the... But but it happens two minutes after their first interaction. Like, that doesn't work like that. You're trying to get to these beats from Beauty and the Beast, but you didn't earn any no of them. Yeah, like, There's like no, no agency. They just started dancing out of nowhere, and it's like, what are you yeah. two doing? And it's doing? like, you guys, you don't you know guys talked other. for like two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Two strangers who didn't actually like fall in love, you know? This was not and a tale didn't. as old as like, time. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a tale forgotten. They like were barely even week. friends, but they for even some reason friends. somebody bended. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even friends. Like the whole like the her entire there's a moment in the movie when Susan's like asking one of her friends, it's like, why do we even need to find the beast? It's like exactly you have nothing to do with him. And then all of a sudden, like listen, the first thirty minutes of Bell to me were very strong. I, I really like the first thirty minutes. Then the story crawls yeah. for about an hour, which is like really shit. Because it's like you had such a strong opening. And then you got the last 30 minutes of the fucking show. And honestly, it was more like the last 20 minutes of the show or movie. It's the climax. And it's like, oh, exciting, whatever. But this plot has been very predictable thus far. Um, it's a very basic concept, which is weird considering like just... Mamoru Hosoda, he has better writing than this. Like, the fact that it, yeah. the first 30 minutes was like, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that's Mamoru Hosoda, all right, man. Wolf shooting all over again, am I right? And then all of a sudden, it's just like, nope, we're just going to do whatever. And I'm like, what happened here? What what what, what actually happened here? I was talking to friend. It's like this movie works better as Suzu's story. I'm like, well, fucking duh. But it's but then it just stops being her story. I'm like, why? I I like, would if argue the whole I would argue. aspect no, 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 of like the on. Beauty and the Beast part would have been stripped not a strip strip stripping away from the movie. It would have been a struggle movie just following her journey of like like being more confident or sort of finding that her inner voice, right? Yeah, but I don't know the how it. Mm, it's hard to say because the whole beast, like, I don't want to call it a B plot, but it really is the kind of a B plot. <laughs> it's a fucking D plot, dude. It sucks. <laughs> the secondary plot, the, uh, with the whole beast thing and her finding her voice, like trying to help him, like they tried to make a connection there towards the end. And I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of a stretch. Bro, don't get me started on the end. Yeah. Like the fucking tonal whiplash I got from it was so fucking jarring. Yeah. And it's, 
there's a lot of character development that happens to the main character that don't really make sense, especially with the whole, like, that hour of floundering about between, like, oh, where's Beast? Oh, woe is me. You don't see me doing the exaggerated hand gestures, but <laughs> if I had cameras I can, on. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> oh, man. If, if only I had camera on. Um, I think but... the yeah, crux of this is the movie would have been much better if it didn't have two different plot lines. Like, yeah, and... If it wouldn't have tried to be Beauty and the Beast just by iconography. Like, the original plot strip that line away, of, strip her, that character of her away. trying to gain back her confidence and her trying to go out into the world, that... Yeah, that get over been, her trauma? That, that was been, interesting as fuck. That would have been yeah. so much better. Yeah, I flesh honestly... that out. Flesh her crush character guy she yeah, had a crush on. Right? Flesh that out. Like, I would have watched the movie if it was focused on both of them and her journey to overcome the trauma there you go that's a movie i can get behind but then you fucking throw all this fucking shit around that doesn't complement each other and does like it just it's just there and it just doesn't add anything yeah the b subplot to this entire film is really what ruins the experience um like it's not even a subplot it's a main plot and that's that offends me well it's like pick a fucking lane mama hosoda like how how are you going to introduce us it's to the so main character the and her traumas and stuff? And I'm like, oh, man, tears in my eyes. Like, oh, this is why she can't sing anymore. Oh, my God, this is how she finds her voice. I was like, this is so good. And then this whole fucking beast plot point that does not make any sense. Like, she literally sees him. He crashes uh one of her concerts, right? Like, this is what happens, and this is how she makes contact with the beast. And then she's just like, oh, I need to find more about the beast. It's like, why? It's like, oh, this grand mystery. Who is the beast? Who is the beast? It's like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't fucking who cares. Care. I was. I was like, again, I was. Like, I was shocked. She was like, Susu is like, why do we need to find the beast? It's like, I don't know why. I, why do we? I honestly <laughs> wanted it to link back to um to something else in the story because I was like, hopefully they do that because that's the only way I would find it acceptable to have the beast here, but it didn't. Did not link back to it. Whatsoever. Then goes into like very dark places. Oh that, yeah! Like as I said, like it was like whoa! It was very jarring when you get to the final like twenty minutes or so to the movie. Oh like, yeah! It just takes it, but a it's turn. Like, it's a it's a very snarky commentary on the current state of social media, and it's not a bad thing to make a commentary about it. It's just that you didn't prep us for any of this, Mama Hersoda. You gave us a typical like girl gets over her trauma and becomes a better person like out look and then all of a sudden you hit us with this shit and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa what the fuck dude hold the fuck up i like i don't know how this like, it's so fucking weird it's like i've i don't remember the last time i watched like such a jarring movie big pro, like high profile movie that just like yeah it just like flounders about all over the place it just like it, it's a mess this movie is such a mess it's not good <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just, I was really surprised. Again, I'm also really surprised because most of Mamoru Hosoda's works, like at least for Summer Wars, uh, Boy and the Beast, and Girl Who Leapt Through Time, it's got pretty strong writing in it because it's like it focuses on one main plot and everything else develops around the main plot, which is great. But this one was the most financially uh, successful, so. I, other people must have liked it. Um, again, the whole I know people like it, but I'm like, and, and then they talk when when I talk to a friend again, he's like, "Oh, it's a better movie when you think about it as just Suzu's story." And it's like, 
I mean, I wish it was Suzu's story, but now it's like, it's all this fucking goulash of like, it's Suzu's story, and then it's a fucking social co- media commentary, then it's Beauty and the Beast for no reason. It's like, it doesn't work together. Yeah, pick a fucking lane. It tries. Mamoru Soda, pick yeah. a fucking lane. It, it feels like he knew what he wanted and started out with, but then he lost himself on the process and had to come up with some random bullshit. Just throw it in there. And... My favorite is the sorry. No, sorry and like this, this is what the movie came out to be because this the writing just got so convoluted, and like everyone else was like, "Okay, sure, whatever, like, like let's just keep on working on it." And so someone stopping to say, <laughs> "Hey, There's... so what's 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 with the A, B, and C plot lines? What what's all this? Like, what's happening?" I feel like yeah, no one stopped uh, him. I, I was. I'm not sure if Mamoru Hosoda has a like uh, a team of editors who like read his work and be like you know this we should do this it'll make for a better story but like I. <sighs> Bro, there was a moment I was I was literally screaming at my TV while watching it. It was like you're getting get to the end of the movie and suddenly like you all the characters in the same room and ah thank god all the characters in the same room because each one of them knows exactly how to solve this issue together it's like i was screaming at my tv it's like how <laughs> this is real <laughs> how this is real what a macguffin dude like <laughs> it's like this movie needed like four more drafts before it like hit production yeah it's like, like this fucking script dude i mean i can i can kind of get like how how did everyone know who Suzu was already? I'm like, well, they they knew her beforehand. This is why they all knew her, and like why they knew her. Secret. No, but it's like, like I, I got. I'm that talking point, about like, but I know what you're talking about. Towards okay. the, the very end, where it's like the, the, the very end, it's like I, I recognize that building. It's like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, dude, how fucking likely that you can recognize that building? Like, come on, bullshit. It's like I took a picture next to it. Good, good thing I just happened to be in this class with all of you guys. Am I right? I don't know, uh, like, the whole uh, the whole way that they go about finding out, like, uh, the ending where, like, where Suzu needs to go and stuff, I think that is possible to do, because, like, we, like, like, uh, Alex showed us with the whole, like, finding, playing Capture the Flag with Shia LaBeouf, it is... Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, the internet can do some crazy fucking shit, so, like, I have no doubt yeah, that definitely. they could have probably figured it out, but it definitely would have taken a lot longer than the way about it's presented five, in the movie, though. <laughs> yeah, like... Bro, the way it's presented in the movie, it's not great. Like, oh, I was actually there. Uh, there's a... Where's that photo that I took? Oh, look, there. I think it's that building right there. And it's like, dude, how fucking likely would that be? Like, Japan's a pretty big place. <laughs> For a fucking kayaking club, too? Like, come on, dude. Anyway... Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really envy of people who like this movie, but goddamn, it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally like the movie because I like the whole Suzu thing, the her whole entire story. I like the development that she went through, though it may be questionable at times. And I absolutely love the music. Um, and you know the 2D parts look great. The 3D parts are pretty good, even though the backgrounds for the 3D parts are pretty bad. Overall. I would give the movie a 7 out of 10 because I think it's still an enjoyable experience. Um, Don't take the story too seriously because, holy shit, (laughs) you're going to get brain rot if you think about it too hard. (laughs) So... You can use... Oh, never mind. I thought it was... Keep on drawing. I'll be up I thought it was super pretty. It it was beautiful. No matter what, the movie was fucking beautiful. Um, 
sounded great, great soundtrack. I loved it. Um, now, while I didn't love the story itself just because how much it splintered off, I did love the characters themselves. All of them were unique and interesting and had their own life to them, and I actually cared about them. So, I, I really liked that. So, overall, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Say it's decent. Uh, go ahead and give it a watch. It's not a top of must-watch or anything, but, like, you know, if you have the time, if you have the spare, what is it, like, hour 40 minutes, two hours, something like that. It's a little bit of a long movie, but it's... I would say it's worth it if you have nothing else to watch at the moment. The music alone is really, like, worth it to fucking watch this movie. But, yeah, if you want to watch uh, a Mama Hosoda work that actually has good writing in it, go go watch Girl Who Left Through Time or go watch um, Boy and the Beast. Like, Oh, oh, I will. <laughs> good. <laughs> listen, right, I'll just, like, shit out my verdict. I mean, listen, this movie is, like, two hours, right? <sighs> If you wanted a Beauty and the Beast movie, go watch your old Disney movie. It still holds up. It's great. If you want to listen to music, it's on Spotify, Apple Music. Just listen to it over there. It is really nice music. I would highly recommend do something else with your two hours. <laughs> Cyberpunk Edros is on Netflix. It's really, really fucking good. Uh, watch anything else. This movie really dragged on for me. I was, everybody was really excited to watch it. I tried to give it a fair shake. It really dragged, and it's just kept getting worse and worse. It's like, it's a strong four for me. It's a four out of ten. Do something else with your time. Don't watch this movie. Damn. And <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad Mama Rusota made a lot of money out of it. I really am. I really, I still want to watch more of his movies, even though it's kind of, mm, I'm kind of going to be careful about my expectations, but... <laughs> Dang, dude. Ooh, I know that... Do something um, else with the time. Don't watch Bill. And it's not just you that gave this a 4 out of 10. Alex also, who's not here, he also I was, gave it a 4 I out of 10. I felt so validated <laughs> when I opened the doc and I saw Alex gave it a 4 to him. Like, okay, I'm not crazy that I don't like it. No, I, I think you guys... It was not a pleasant time. I think it's a, it's a pretty good opinion. Because especially since, like, the point of a movie, it's the... It, it's supposed, to, uh, it's supposed to have, like, good, strong writing. And Mamoru Hosoda usually has good, strong writing. So... It's very disappointing to watch this and be like, where's that strong writing that we saw in the first 30 minutes? What happened to that? Like, What, what I look for in a movie is to either like get immersed in like a, a, like a very like intriguing, like very fantastical world, or just like have something that's like very thought-provoking. I got none of those in, in this fucking movie. I got none of, nothing out of it. I'll listen to the music every now and then. I'll be like, man, I like this music a lot. Fuck this movie so hard. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so done with this movie. Yeah. Um, just to summarize, like I think it's a movie that if you want to watch, you've got two time, two hours to kill. Like, go ahead and watch it. It's definitely not a movie that'd be like, oh, you need to watch it. Like, it's it's definitely not something. It's this cultural phenomenon. Like your name, you need to watch it. Like, no. Oh no, it's not your. Not name. even close. <laughs> um, not even like as good as a silent voice, but. Bro, Silent Voice is a masterpiece. Why are you talking about <laughs> I know. About like, I was talking about better fucking films. <laughs> Again, freaking. But I, I think, I personally Bro, think... I would watch your room. Uh, 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 not your uh, room. The room instead of watching this. <laughs> not your room. No, no. <laughs> I watched the room instead of this. Yeah, but that's also a cultural phenomenon. But Or rather, True. it's a cult classic. But anyway, I think if you've got two hours to kill, you should watch it. Just because, like, I, I, the music's good, man. It looks good. I don't think it's that... 
as long as you don't take the story too seriously, I don't think it's that bad of a watch. But but then it's a fucking bore. I mean, yes, this is probably Mamoru Hosoda's worst movie to date, um, in my opinion, story-wise. But again, financially, it's his most successful. So what do I know, right? <laughs> he had to do something right if he made this much fucking money with it. But um, I guess that really wraps it up. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to say about the movie? No, I'm fucking I done. I mean, all I'll say is uh, <laughs> two of us are for it, two of us are against it. So, you know, y'all should. Yeah. It's the it's first time we're so so split. Yeah. Usually me and Alex yeah. share like pretty similar opinions on movies. So this is a. Uh, yeah, same. I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty biased because, again, I love the music so much. It's so good. It carry The music is a perfect five out of five for me. That's why the other two points are one for animation and one for story. <laughs> <laughs> how does my ranking system work i don't fucking know whatever i feel like making up on the spot what are even scores am i right honestly speaking what are scores like anyway i'm not gonna get into the whole i hate the 10 out of 10 scoring system but our next movie review has been chosen by natai it's fireworks should we see it from the side or the bottom i have never heard of this film so yeah it's the f- movie i only know about because a certain song from it blew up with the music video by Dauko. And I'm uh, I was I was always intrigued by it, and yeah. So let's see how it is. Hopefully, it's better than this movie. Am I right? I have no clue we'll what see. this is. I'm I'm excited. It's on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. So you all should be able to watch if you got oh, Netflix. Oh, excellent! Uh, Makes so, yeah. life easy. Yeah, give it a watch before the next movie review, and we can talk about it. All right. Well, thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to us. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Art on Twitch, social media, and Discord. Reading this script makes me want to kill myself. Check out our merch store. <laughs> and don't forget to rate us uh, highly, you know, on everything. Like, honestly, I I get why we have a script. Like, because we don't normally host. I don't normally host. Like, I think the last time I hosted was like a year ago. I hate hosting, to be honest. I'm more of an editor, background guy, but... Hey, you guys... You could have asked me to host, bro. Or me. You know me. what? I could have. <laughs> but I'm wired on coffee. I made a bunch of cold brew, and I just drank, like, fucking five cups. Nice. But anyway, uh, thank you all out there for dropping in. I really do appreciate it. Um, show us some love. Show You know, like, comment, subscribe. Let us get into that YouTube, sweet, sweet YouTube algorithm, boys. Um, tell us what you thought about the movie. Yeah, tell us what you it thought about it. Comment sucked, down right? below to lock in your vote now. <laughs> <laughs> Are they voting for what? For the review? No, like, have you not seen those freaking Facebook posts? Like, those uh, viral video guys who are like, lock in oh. your answer below. Comment down below to lock in your answer. Like, I like, know, yeah, like, yeah. It's okay, a video. You can't lock it anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Freaking predatory practices for social media influencers. But uh, let's go. <laughs> uh, check out our merch store and our affiliate links down below. Anything you purchase there will help us out in the long run. Uh, and with that, I have been your host, John, and we will see you next time. Say goodnight, everyone. Bye bye. Watch Bell. I'm going to kill myself with alcohol and weed. Don't watch Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs>